Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. something, mark my words, we're going to see something in the next 10 years, if not sooner, where it's going to be, let's just say, extremely difficult to be out in the open as someone who actually believes the Bible. Because right now, popular Christianity only believes certain parts of the Bible, and the parts that disagree with popular culture are being laid to one side. The road we're headed down as the church has been fairly smooth in this country, but as Pastor Robert will warn in today's message, it's not going to stay that way for long. We've already been experiencing focused attack on scripture, and it's likely not long before we face some serious opposition, even in this country. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 16, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Now, I got three quick points as I bring this to a conclusion from that passage there in 2 Peter. Number one, Peter emphasized that we aren't dealing with human inventions. We're not dealing with fables. We're not dealing with myths like Thor and Poseidon. You know, every, everywhere we went in Denmark, there was something about Thor. You know, because right now Thor's popular, right? I mean, he's a good-looking guy in all the movies, so Thor's hammer. You got all kinds of jewelry, all these different books about Thor. Thor's some demon. You do know that, right? Peter said that he, James, and John all saw Jesus clothed in the majesty, the glory of God. They were eyewitnesses. And they heard with their own ears this heavenly proclamation concerning his deity. Number two, they witnessed firsthand the confirmation of the biblical prophecies concerning the Messiah. Now, I love the fact that Peter makes it clear that the the, the basis, the authority for for what he's, the claims that, you know, the sermons that he preached about Jesus and the the authority was, was the Bible, He's like, my experience only confirmed what the prophecies had predicted. Why is this important? Because anybody can make up anything. Do you understand that? What if I told you I saw Thor last night? Big old hammer. Just like in the movies. You wouldn't wouldn't believe it. 
Listen, I mean, I saw him, man, he threw that thing down and cleared it. I mean, hey, I'm your pastor. You trust me, right? People can make up anything. People do make up all kinds of stuff. And we sit here and chuckle. But people believe that nonsense. Well-educated, highly intelligent people believe all kinds of insane things from other men and women. Why? I'm convinced it's what the Bible refers to as a spiritual delusion. In other words, there's some demonic assistance. There's some spiritual assistance at, at times in, in, in the deception of men and women, which is why it's so critically important that we understand that God has given us an objective, foundational authority, the Scriptures. The Scriptures, the written Word of God. And it's also why it's so critically important that you actually know for yourself what it says. We're so blessed to have it so available to us and yet most of us don't take the time to read it. And we think this, oh, well, I, I read it. I didn't really understand. It made no sense. It's, you know, we have all kinds of excuses when God says he himself will explain it if you'll simply take the time to apply yourself and read it. Peter points to the Scriptures, and he says what we experienced confirmed the prophecies. What we saw confirmed the Word of God. The Scriptures are the authority. Listen to me. I'm harping on this because we're living in a time when the Bible is under attack more than ever before. And we're going to see something. Mark my words. We're going to see something in the next 10 years, if not sooner, where it's going to be, let's just say, extremely difficult to be out in the open as someone who actually believes the Bible. Because right now, popular Christianity only believes certain parts of the Bible. And the parts that disagree with popular culture are being laid to one side. And people are, are getting into power and will get into positions of power and begin to redefine biblical principles and, and redefine even things like religious liberty in this country to such an extent that it will eventually be illegal to actually teach the Bible the way I teach it on Sunday mornings. In the United States of America, we're moving in that direction so quickly. Don't take it for granted. That's all I'm saying. Point number three, the fact that those prophecies concerning the Messiah had been largely misinterpreted, did not nullify them. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. See, one of the reasons that Peter and James and John and everybody else thought this was permanent, they, when, when, when Peter, James, and John saw Jesus transfigured and they saw Moses and Elijah, Peter's like, let's build some tents. You know, I really believe they thought it was a permanent thing that they were witnessing. The reason they kept arguing about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom, who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom, in other words, who's going to be the prime minister when you establish your throne, King Jesus? The prophecies had been misunderstood. They were expecting the conquering Messiah, 
the victorious Messiah. And they kind of had disregarded what the Bible clearly taught about the suffering Messiah. They misunderstood the prophecies, but it didn't nullify them. What that means is he's coming back. Jesus is coming back. He's already, he, he, they misunderstood. They didn't expect the suffering. They didn't expect, you know, that he was going to be crucified. They didn't expect all of that part. And today, people don't expect King Jesus coming back with a two-edged sword out of his mouth and eyes like fire. But that part's true, too. Do you understand what I'm saying? That part's true, too. He did the suffering part. He did the baby in the manger part. That's done. The part that's coming, it's not so sweet and cozy. It's frightening for those who don't love him. He will come again in glory and majesty and power and with all the angels of heaven to fulfill the rest of what Scripture has promised, which includes the elimination of all evil once and for all. See, we're living in a time when even the Christian church, it's becoming, it's becoming like, a, like a doctrine of the Christian church that immorality is a good thing to be celebrated. That's not in the Bible. That's one of the parts that they want, you know, the, that's the part of the Bible they rewrite. Love is love. No, it's not. Certain kinds of love, according to the Bible, are inappropriate. They're not allowed. For example, if I just love my baby girl so much that I think I ought to be able to have sex with her and marry her one day, the Bible says, no, no, no. Inappropriate. But love is love. No. But you see, if we don't have the Bible as an objective standard, if we don't have the Bible, the Word of God, telling us that's wrong, then who are you to tell me that's wrong? His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details His birth and life, His ministry and then His death but it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death, and even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.